We move to the seventh inning in a game that's tied 1-1. Here's Mitch Danielski to try and start the Evergreens off. First ball swinging that smacked foul down the third baseline. Danielski is 0 for 2. And apparently Jordan Tibbetts has not reached his pitch limit. He is out to work the seventh. Coming home here, that smacked up the third baseline again, and that's foul again. No balls and two strikes. But Danielski's made contact both times. No time like now for a leadoff base runner. Make Rapids sweat a little bit here in the late innings. Doesn't get any later than this. It's the seventh. Oh, two pitches outside. Danielski does not offer. Boy, Everest would love a base runner in this spot. Leadoff man aboard. The Evergreens have not had the leadoff man aboard since the first inning. Curveball. Bounce to the shortstop. Couple of hops over for Caden Sengbush. Throws. That was a little bit high. First baseman stays on the bag, and there's the out. You know what? If you appreciate good defense, and, and, and I like to think that I do, this Rapids team is the best defensive team I think that we've seen all season. Nate Langman is 0 for 2. See if Nate can drive this ball somewhere. One out, none on. High school baseball, we play seven inning games, so will extra innings call for us on this Tuesday afternoon? First pitch to Nate Langbin. Underneath it, and it's popped up on the infield. Pitcher didn't see it for a moment. Now calling and catching, Jordan Tibbetts finds it, and Nate Langbin is out after just one swing. Here's Nick Cotter. Actually, the Evergreens, I believe, are opting for a pinch hitter. Nick Cotter will not hit here. Elijah Schmidt will. Up at bat, number 16, Elijah Schmidt. I mean, I get it. Nick Cotter for the season is 2 of 29, 0 for 2 today. So you're trying someone else with two outs and nobody on. Elijah Schmidt has just seen much less action. First ball bounced off the plate. That is foul. Elijah Schmidt for the season, 3 of 12. So it's a very small sample for Elijah. He's a senior. Two outs and nobody on. So if the Evergreens can't get something going with two outs here, then we're hoping for extra innings. Oh, one pitch is a strike. Took that for strike two. Elijah's got to get the bat off his shoulder here. I mean, when you're called on to pinch hit, we're looking for the ball in play, and we're looking for a base runner. Jordan Tibbetts, 0-2 pitch coming, and that's hit to the third baseman on one hop. It's bobbled, throw to first, he's safe. You know what, that's a hard hit ball. I'm scoring that a hit. Scoring a hit, Ashton Potter, it came on to Potter with just one hop. So a hard hit ball, Potter bobbled it, wasn't able to get it over. Yeah, I don't think that's an error there. A hit for Elijah Schmidt. Now batting number 23, Caden Kreitlow. Caden Kreitlow will take his first turn at bat here. 
So the Evergreens, can they get something going from unlikely heroes? Kreitlow gets his first at-bat of the game. First ball hitting, it's off the pitcher's glove. It is loose in the infield. Second baseman gets it over to the shortstop covering in time. Smacked hard. The Evergreens have nothing to show for it. And the Evergreens do not score in the seventh inning. Rapids will have a chance to walk it off in the bottom of the seventh when we come back on 93-9 the game. As we go to the bottom of the seventh inning, we have finally gone to the bullpen. Wyatt Miles is done for the day. Kyler Soppy is coming on. Wyatt Miles pitched very well today. Six full innings allowed just one run, and it was not earned. Four hits. Wyatt Miles had a great curveball today. Seven strikeouts against one walk. Kyler Sapi, Jr., to take over. It is the bottom of the seventh. A run for Wisconsin Rapids gives the Evergreens a tough luck loss this afternoon. Mm. And again, Kyler Sapi has to get used to this mound. It's a synthetic mound with fiberglass underneath. I mean, it was described during warm-ups as a little bit springy. So, I mean, that's just something to get used to. At Simon Field, the pitcher's mound is made of clay, so it doesn't have as much give. Rapid sends eight, nine, and one in their batting order to hit here. Cannon Plowman, Carson Gunderson, and Brennan Huber. Combined for the game, they are two for seven. All right, Kyler Sapi's mission is to get this game into extra innings. Let's see what Kyler has. On in relief of Wyatt Miles, who cannot win but cannot lose the ball game either. Wyatt Miles was good. First pitch up high, ball one. And, you know, Kyler Sapi doesn't have a lot of time to get his bearings here. You can't give up a leadoff base runner here. Got to throw strikes. Got to throw strikes right out of the chute. 1-0 pitch. Strike at the knees. 1-1. One one. Right at the bottom part of the zone. If it was not for that leadoff error in the fourth inning, the Evergreens might be on the bus with a 1-0 win. The Evergreens defense has, again, not been good. Swing and a miss. Couldn't catch up to the fastball. Ball and two strikes. In the close games, the little things. 
Three errors for Everest. Rapids has played error-free baseball. Evergreens have only three hits. Sapi coming home at one ball and two strikes, and that's fouled off down the first base line. So Cannon Plumman stays alive. He is struck out and flied out to center field. 0 for 2 today. Yeah, you know, in these pitchers' duels, sometimes you only get three at-bats. Just don't go through the lineup all that often. Fast-moving game, just over an hour and a half. And maybe looking at extra innings. 1-2 pitch from Soppy to Plowman. Bounce to third. Langbin's got it. Need a good throw here. And we've got one. There's the first out. Nate Langbin. Sure glove, sure throw. Here's Carson Gunderson. Carson's been aboard each of his plate appearances. Reached on an error. And singled. Carson also made an out on the bases when Wyatt Miles picked him off back in the third inning. Left-handed bat. Kyler Sapi comes set, comes home. Inside smack to the first baseman. Kreitlow backhanded and makes the play. Caden Kreitlow sure-handed on the backhand side. There's the second out. That's a tougher play than it looks because the first baseman and Caden's got to reach across his body and get that on the short hop, and he did. There's the second out. Brennan Huber is one for three. Got a single, struck out, flied out to left. He bats with two outs, and the base is empty here in the seventh. Evergreen's hoping not to flinch and get this game into extra innings. First ball swinging, fly ball in foul territory down the right field line. Is there going to be a play here? Nope. On a dead run was Mitch Danielski trying to get to it. Just ran out of ground. Ball didn't have enough hang time. Strike one, a long strike down the right field line. While the Everest infield has accounted for all three of the errors, the Everest outfield's been solid today. Brennan Huber waits. Soppy comes set. Here's his pitch. Swing and a miss. Fastball threw it right by him. No balls and two strikes. One strike away from moving on to extra innings. How have the Evergreens done in extras? They played one extra inning game. It was a win over Walsall East. 0-2 pitch. Just outside. Ball and two strikes. Again, in these late innings, you press till the very last moment. So, I mean, even with two outs and nobody on, Huber's thinking a hit. Boy, the inning looks different, and you make the evergreen sweat if you can hit something to the gap and get extra bases. Curveball there, slow roller to short. Thrown across the diamond. Wiesman Got him by a step. Close play. Chris Wiesman, who had been playing second, now at shortstop. Rapids goes three up, three down in the seventh. Seven innings, not enough to settle this one. Tied 1-1. Two extras we go on 93-9, the game.
I mean, here is something that you never see at the major league or college or even in minor league baseball. The starting pitcher is still in for Rapids as we go to extra innings. Unofficially, Jordan Tibbetts will be throwing his 89th pitch as we go to the 8th inning. And the Evergreens send 9, 1, and 2 to try and break through here in the 8th. Tied 1-1. Preston Miller, who's 0 for 2. Kyler Soppy, who's 1 for 3. And Brock Babish, who's 0 for 3. And Preston Miller is talking with the Evergreens coach Dave Langbin as they both walk towards home plate together. Langbin will keep on walking to the third base coach's box and Preston Miller ready to take his turn at bat. Again, Jordan Tibbetts is not likely to go deep here in the eighth inning, so Rapids is going to need another pitcher. Someone is warming up in the Rapids bullpen. That's a right-hander who's throwing. Can't see a number, though. Let's see if Preston Miller can get the Evergreens started here. First pitch from Tibbetts in the eighth, and that's strike one on the outside corner. And you know what? Tibbetts looks fresh as when he first started this game. Evergreens have had three, three up, three down innings. That's kept the pitch count down. That's aimed, and it's down low. One ball, one strike. Yeah, the Evergreens went three up, three down in the third, fourth, and sixth. And Tibbetts faced one over the minimum in the second. Everest has not scored since the first. One, one pitch. Driven to left field, but again, that ball's not carrying today. And the left fielder, Brennan Huber, is there. And Preston Miller is out. Preston's 0 for 3 today. Here's Kyler Soppy. One for three today, 14 of 35 for the season. Kyler is the Evergreen's most dangerous bat. He'll hit with one out and no one on here in the eighth. Takes a strike. That has been a strike on the outside corner all afternoon. Anything to get a base runner in this spot. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Inside, one ball and one strike. You know, Soppy kind of crowds the inside part of the batter's box. Jump back just a little. That pitch was closer to a strike than you might have realized. One and one. Tibbetts coming home. Foul down the first base side. A ball and two strikes. Evergreens have been swinging early in the count here in the eighth inning. Again, Jordan Tibbetts is going to come up against his pitch count very quickly in this eighth. High school rules, when you get to 100, you get to finish the batter you're working to. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Fly ball to right field. It's in foul territory. Is there a play? No, there's not. It's over the chain link fence and out of play. Happy to say that the weather forecasters were wrong today. I mean, it was hot and humid when we got off the bus. But there was talk of thunderstorms. Tornado watch still stays in effect till 9. We, I think we're just going to be watching for the rest of the night. Turned out to be kind of a pleasant afternoon. 1-2 pitch. Ground ball to the left side. Third baseman can't make a play on it. That's going to be a hit that just scoots into the outfield for Kyler Soppy. Just out of the reach of Caden Sangbush, who's been great at short today. The Evergreens have their fourth hit of the afternoon and a one-out base runner in a tie game. Here's Brock Babish. 0 for 3. Brock is due. 10 of 31 is Brock Babish this year. It is his fourth time that he will be seeing 
Jordan Tibbetts, and I think this is the last batter that Tibbetts is going to face. Righty to righty. Both of the starting pitchers were good. Wyatt Miles gave way in the seventh to Kyler Sapi, who got a 1-2-3 bottom of the seventh. Jordan Tibbetts gave up a run in the first. He has allowed just two hits, a walk, and an error since then. You know what? As sure as I'm standing here, Sapi is going to try and steal second base. Throwback. He's the Evergreen's fastest runner. You've got to get him into scoring position in this spot. He's got a big lead there at first. Daring Tibbetts to throw over. Tibbetts is coming home, not going. Bounce to the left side, and the shortstop's got no play. It's an infield hit. Runners at first and second. All the way deep in the hole, Caden Sangbush had to move to his right. Even if he played that cleanly, he was not going to have a play at second, and he was not going to have a play at first. The Evergreens have an infield hit, and runners at first and second with one out. Here's Hayden Davidowski. And look at that. The Evergreens now own the hit column 5-4 to four for the first time all afternoon. And this is going to be the end of the line for Jordan Tibbetts. And because of the pitching change that is coming up, the Evergreens are going to get to bring both of their base runners and the batter, Hayden Davidowski, over to the third base coaching box where Dave Langbin can talk about how he wants to handle this. And you know what? Tibbetts may still have enough left on his pitch count to throw to one more batter. They're deciding now if you want to leave him in for Davidowski or make the pitching change after that. And Tibbetts is going to stay in. Hayden Davidowski is one for three. He drove in the only Everest run in the first inning. Well hit ball that first. Davidowski is eight of 27. A left-handed bat with runners at first and second. We're in the eighth and there's one out. Big spot here for Hayden. Coming home. Reached at a pitch that may have been on the outside corner. Fouls it back into the screen. Strike one. Should the inning continue, Chris Wiesman will get a turn at bat. There's one out. Got to avoid the double play. And a ground ball, Hayden's got to bust it up the line. Rapids has a force at any base. And an 0-1 pitch coming to Davidowski after a long set. Smacked off the plate to the first base side. First baseman's got it. Will win the foot race to the bag. That was close. Davidowski was running that out. Brandon Lewis steps on the bag. There is the second out, but both runners move up 90 feet. What a big spot here for Chris Wiesman. There are two outs. There are runners at second and third. A Wiesman hit could bring in two and break this thing open. As we play the eighth. Soppy is the runner at third. Babish is at second. Chris Wiesman is 0 for 3. First ball swinging. Yeah, Chris, a lot of times this year, not patient. Fouls the first pitch back. Strike one. Wiesman is due for a big moment in his senior year. Mom comes to all the games. If he hits one through here, you'll hear the Wiesman cheering section for sure. 0-1 pitch, popped it up. Foul ground, it is behind home plate and out of play. No balls and two strikes.
And because Wiesman's kind of a hacker, 0-2 may not necessarily bother him in this spot. Play the infield straight away and back on the synthetic here. 0-2 pitch. Reached and spoiled a pretty good pitch. Again, you've got to protect the outside corner because that's been called a strike for most of the afternoon. Wiesman knew that. Got bat on the ball and will live to see another pitch in this sequence. Back-to-back -back singles with one out. And then a ground out on the infield. Put runners at second and third. There are two down. Oh, two pitch. It's up high. A ball and two strikes. If Wiesman keeps it going, Mitch Danielski will get a turn. The timely hit has just escaped the Evergreens all year. No time like now to change that. That's up high. Two balls and two strikes. It's the one you're supposed to lay off. It's above the letters. And the count evens at two and two. A hit to the outfield could bring in two. And that is fouled off. You know what, again, for a guy who swings early and is aggressive at the plate, this is one of Wiesman's better at-bats for the entire season here. See if patience is rewarded. We will restock the home plate umpire's ball bag. Rapids is trying to get to the bottom of the eighth inning, still tied 1-1. Evergreens are looking to retake the lead that they owned early in the ballgame. Two and two. Coming home. Wiesman fly ball. This is going to end the inning. Shallow right field. Calling and catching is Cole Laddick. The Evergreens threaten, but do not score. And the outcome of this game is still in doubt. Rapids will bat in the bottom of the eighth when we come back on 93-9 the game. The biggest bats in the Rapids order are coming up here in the bottom of the eighth. We are in extra innings and we're tied 1-1, Evergreens and Red Raiders. Which I guess adds a little more anticipation when these teams play again on Thursday. Gatorade, lemonade, and water on Thursday. The temperature is supposed to be close to 90. It's cooled down noticeably since when we first got off the bus here. It was 86 at first pitch. Rapid sends 2, 3, and 4 in their order to face Kyler Soppy, who had a 3-up, three 3-down three 7th to get us into extra innings. Here comes Cole Laddick, Braden Lewis, and Caden Sengbush. And while this is the heart of the batting order, none have hit safely today. They are combined 0 for 8. means, I guess, from the Red Raiders' point of view, some of these bats are due. 
Again, for everyone here, this is their first time seeing Kyler Sapi. All of the other work at the plate done against the Everest starter, Wyatt Miles. All right, Sapi's ready to work to Cole Laddick. Evergreen's threatened in their half of the eighth. Second and third, couldn't bring him home. First pitch. First ball swing, slow rolling. Ah, hit him in the box. Thought that was going to be a slow roller out to third. Instead, home plate umpire signaled foul right away. Went right off the batter's front foot. Nate Langman was charging in and ready to make a sure-handed throw. 0-1 to Cole Laddick. Reached on an error back in the third but did not score. Line to the shortstop. Chris Wiesman with a catch on a line. Hit right to him. There's the first out. Brayden Lewis walked, struck out, bounced back to the mound. Now batting number 21, Brayden Lewis. Left-handed bat for Rapids. There have been no extra base hits in this game. The five hits for the Evergreens and the four hits for the Red Raiders, all singles. A couple of them infield hits. Bouncing to first, Caden Kreitlow handles it on two hops, goes over to the bag. Quickly, there are two outs here in the eighth. Caden Sengbush scored the only Rapids run. He let off the fourth inning on a ground ball to Langbin at third, and Langbin threw wildly. It was a three-base throwing error, and then came in on Ashton Potter's single. But that was back in the fourth. Rapids hasn't scored in a while either. The Evergreens got their run in the first, and nothing since. First ball swinging, popped up foul. Right over our press box. It's got the new press box smell, that's for sure. Actually, this is a very nice facility. I think the players are going to prefer this to Witterfield, too. It's right here on campus. Bigger, nicer dugouts. A one-pitch. Outside, one and one. Jacob Daharski is on deck if the inning continues, and he's a dangerous bat, too. Boy, Kyler Sapi would feel really good if he went through the heart of the order with a three-up, three-down inning. Two outs and nobody on. That's what he's bidding for here. Coming home, that 1-1 one, one pitch is low. Bounces outside. Two balls and a strike. Sapi has faced four batters in relief, and he's retired all of them. But this is a hitter's count here, two and one. Soppy with a long set, leg kick and coming home. Fly ball should end the inning. Going back here is Preston Miller. Miller back, 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 back. It is up against the wall. Wow, I thought Miller was going to have a play on that ball. The ball has not really been carrying here, and this is a triple. A two-out triple. You know, all afternoon we've seen balls just hang up in the outfield, and that one carried. I thought Preston Miller was going to take a couple of steps over into the gap and make a play on it, and instead, Caden Sengbush, with two outs, has himself a triple, and he's the winning run there at third base. So Rapids will have a chance to win the ball game here. Jacob Daharski is 0 for 3. A hit would walk off the Evergreens. 
Boy, that looked different off the bat to where it landed, and the first pitch is up high. You know what? If the Evergreens don't want to face Deharski, they could give him the intentional walk if they'd rather face Ashton Potter. I don't know. I'd consider that here. Remember Deharski from a year ago. He's accomplished at the plate. One ball and no strikes. Ground ball to short. Wiesman has it. We need a good throw here, and he's got him, and the inning comes to an end. If Wiesman's throw was late, the run would have come in. Wiesman gets the out. Daharski grounds out to end the eighth, and we're going to play some more baseball. To the ninth we go on 93-9, the game. The Evergreens are ready to bat in the top of the ninth inning. And finally, Jordan Tibbetts' afternoon has come to an end. Tibbetts worked the regulation game and the eighth inning of extras. Give you Tibbetts' line, his pitching line, in just a moment. Jordan Tibbetts worked eight innings, allowed five hits. Three of them were infield hits. He struck out only two, walked one, and hit a batter. So, I mean, Tibbetts, not overpowering, but always around the plate. Didn't give the Evergreens anything for free. And Jacob Daharski comes on in relief. Daharski grounded out to end the bottom of the eighth with the winning run at third base. So Mitch Danielski will lead off for the Evergreens, and Daharski becomes kind of the unknown quantity now for Rapids. He's a right-hander. He's a big kid. Doesn't look like there's anything particularly tricky about that fastball. So the game belongs to the bullpens on both sides as we go to the ninth. Here's Mitch Danielski, who's 0 for 3. Both teams threatened in the eighth. The Evergreens had runners at second and third, couldn't get the timely hit. Rapids had a, a two-out triple and left the man at third base. First pitch here is ball one. Bounced right off the catcher's chest protector. Danielski has popped out twice and has grounded out once. Boy, what a happy bus ride home if the Evergreens can pull out a win against a really tough Rapids team. That's inside and almost hit him. Yeah, that did. That hit him. Just barely grazed him. You know what? Rapids doesn't think that hit him, but the home plate umpire and Mitch Danielski turned around right away and said, yeah, that hit me. Just grazed him. There's a leadoff base runner. 
Mm. And here's Nate Langbin. 0 for 3. So that's a hit batsman at first base. And looking to bunt him over, pulls the runner back, and the runner's caught off base, and he gets back safely. My goodness. Boy, a snap throw from catcher Cannon Plowman would have gotten Mitch Danielski. Danielski was two-thirds of the way down. And they're going to say that Nate Langbin pulled the bat back and didn't offer it that, so that is ball one. Boy, that was almost an out on the bases. Langbin looks to bunt again, bunts and fouls it into the ground. Strike one, one ball and one strike. Again, Langbin's a sophomore. You're asking him to sacrifice here. Again, these games turn on the fundamentals. The Evergreens are trying to move that leadoff base runner into scoring position. You've got to get the bunt down here, and it's bunted. Foul. <sighs> One ball and two strikes. I would think that the bunt is off here. So now Nate Langbin, because he couldn't get the bunt down, gets to swing away. One, two. Inside out swing. It is sinking to shallow left field, and it is caught. <laughs> Going down to one knee is Cole Laddick and makes the catch just before that hit the turf. There's the first out. And again, what you're frustrated about is that's an unproductive at-bat. Wanted to move that runner over to second base, and they didn't. Nick Cotter re-enters and will hit for himself. Nick Cotter to bat here. Boy, I'd love to see something good happen for Nick. 0 for 2 today. First pitch is up high. Ball 1. Would not be surprised at all if Mitch Danielski is going to try and steal a base. Evergreens have stolen two bases today. The last throw, though, down to second back in the fourth inning was close. Cotter just looked out of the batter's box for a moment, looking for a sign. Pitch here, ground ball to short. Could be a double play ball. To second, there's one. Cotter's got to leg it out. He's safe. The inning continues on a fielder's choice. Shortstop Caden Sangbush over to Carter, uh, Carson Gunderson covering second. They get the lead runner there. Two outs and a man aboard for Caden Kreitlow. Spot for Caden to drive the ball here. Some of Caden's family at the game during the triangular on Saturday hung out with them between games. Runners going, pitches outside, throw down to second is high, stolen base. Nick Cotter chugs into second. Cotter looked like he was not getting particularly good traction. And you know what, Nick Cotter Looks like he's hurt. Like he landed arm or shoulder first. Yeah, a better throw would have gotten Cotter out and would have ended the inning. There are two outs, and now the Evergreens have put a runner in scoring position for Caden Kreitlow. One ball and no strikes to Caden. 1-0. Is Nick Cotter fast enough, and does he have enough gas in the tank to get all the way around if there's a hit here? Swing and a miss. 
Caden took a big cut, one and one. Again, Caden's such a big, strong kid. I mean, he could put one over the fence. Swing hard, Casey hit it, right? 1-1 one, one pitch. Inside corner, strike two. We are playing the top of the ninth. Yeah, extra innings. One, two, pitch. That's outside. Wow, again, Rapids thinks that that's going to be a strike. It is just off the outside corner. Caton Kreitlow is living dangerously. It's two and two. And Rapids pitcher Jacob Taharski on in relief thought the inning was over. Instead, Kreitlow sees another, see if he can make him pay. Checked his swing, went too far. Strike three, and the inning comes to an end. To the bottom of the ninth, and we are still tied 1-1 on 93-9 the game. Well, somebody is going to break through sooner or later. Going here to the bottom of the ninth, still tied 1-1. On a day when runs have just been at a premium. This will be a third inning of work for Kyler Sapi. Rapid sends 6, 7, and 8 in their batting order to hit. And in each of the last three half innings, there have been runners in scoring position. Evergreens had second and third, two outs, couldn't pick them up. Rapids had a two-out triple from Caden Sengbush. And then the Evergreens got the third out. And the Evergreens with two outs were able to get a man to second base in their half of this inning. Couldn't find the timely hit to bring him home. Sapi has just completed his warm-up tosses, and we're ready to go. Again, a run would win it for Wisconsin Rapids. Up at bat, number five, Ashton Potter. Ashton Potter has the Rapids RBI, but that was way back in the fourth inning. Seems like forever ago. Sapi is ready to work here in the bottom of the ninth. Inside almost hit him. That did hit him. Wow. So each team starts off with a hit batter in the ninth inning. I believe that everyone here at the field knows that Juneman is going to be called on to bunt this runner over. So let's see if that hit batter hurts Kyler Sapi or if the Evergreens can overcome. Juneman has not given away the bunt here. Evergreens play in at third. Yes, here is the bunt. He offered at it. Strike one. And a throw down to second. The runner's caught in between. And no one's covering second base. And the runner advances anyway. There's no error on that. But that's as big a mental mistake as you'll have all day. 
Rapids was willing to give Everest an out. The runner was way off first base, and the throw had no one covering second base. And Ashton Potter goes down to second with nobody out. Mm-mm-mm. And with nobody out and a runner in scoring position, Rapids' chances of scoring and winning this game have just gone up exponentially. Here it is. Fly ball to right. This is curving away from Mitch Danielski. It is a foul ball. Boy, off the bat, I thought that was going to stay in fair territory. Just kept hooking and hooking and landed in foul ground. No balls and two strikes. Soppy really needs a strikeout here because if the ball's in play and that runner moves over to third base, there'd still be one out. He could score on a sacrifice fly. Could score at a ground out. Strikeout is really needed here to keep that runner from moving from second to third. No balls, two strikes. Coming home, curve is outside. One and two. Soppy begins working really, really slow when there's a runner on base. And you want to be deliberate in this spot. And Rapids looking to pick up a runner from second and win it in extras. The count is one and two. Coming home, down low. Got away from the catcher, but not far enough for the runner to advance. Two balls, two strikes. You know what? You would think the sacrifice may still be in order here. Just so much easier to score that runner from third base with one out. I mean, here you need a hit to bring him in, and hits have not been plentiful today. There's a line drive to right field, and it is caught by Mitch Danielski. And you know what? The base runner, boy, he misplayed that. He's got to be staying close at second base and tag up, and instead he retreats to the base. Boy, there's a base running mistake. And Mitch Danielski handles the line drive to right field for the first out. you got to be back and tagging on that. That's the longest throw on the field from the right fielder to the third baseman. And here's Cannon Plowman, 0 for 3. Again, a hit could still win it for Rapids, a hit to the outfield in this 1-1 ball game. First ball, foul back, strike one. Carson Gunderson awaits on deck. Yeah, if the runner tags and goes over to third base, a fly ball, a ground ball, could win the ball game. Instead, the runner at second base, which means you need a hit here. 0-1 pitch. Curve. Strike. Two. Broke right in. Plowman, again, who's been catching all day, thought that was a ball. He might be right. Maybe a little high. Instead, it's no balls and two strikes. Can Kyler Soppy get out of this? He hit that batter, then gave up a stolen base. 0-2 pitch. Curve, bounced, foul. In on the hands, Plowman knows that, you know, if the corners are going to be strikes today, you got to swing at that pitch, and he did. The Evergreens are trying to get this game to the 10th inning. Rapids is trying to win it here. We are tied 1-1. How even has this game been? The hit column is even at five apiece. 0-2 pitch, coming home. Fly ball down the right field line. This is going to be out of play.
both teams in extra innings have had chances to take the lead. Neither has been able to put the big hit, the clutch hit, into evidence so far. Still no balls and two strikes. Soppy looks that runner at second. Come set, he's coming home. That's outside. He's trying to get Plowman to swing at that. He did not, which was out of the strike zone. Nate Langbin will pitch for the Evergreens on Thursday. This one still hangs in the balance. One out with a runner on second. And here's Kyler Soppy's 1-2 pitch. And that is down low. Good stop there from Nick Cotter to keep the runner from advancing. Cotter saved Soppy a wild pitch. That runner who's at second, you know what? He should still be at first base. The Evergreens had no one covering second base. And then you can also argue that he should be at third if he tagged. So any way you want to look at it, he's at second right in the middle. And now two balls and two strikes coming home. Off the fist, ground ball to third, foul ball. So Plowman's hanging tough. Should the Evergreens keep this game going, 9-1-2 and two in the Everest batting order, if we can get to the 10th, and that is a big if. One out and a runner on second for Rapids in the precarious ninth. Two balls and two strikes. Soppy's coming home outside, and the count goes full. Again, you could walk Plowman. Sets up a force at any base, but when you get to two strikes and you're in the bottom part of the order, you got someone who's 0 for 3, you want to challenge and try and get this out. I mean, if Plowman gets a hit and beats you, you tip your cap. Think about it on the bus ride home. 3-2 pitch. Coming home here and aimed it, and it's down low. There's a walk. So Rapids, without the benefit of a hit, has runners at first and second with one out. Here's Carson Gunderson. Gunderson is one for three. Now batting number three, Carson Gunderson. Gunderson will try and win it. And now coach Dave Langbin calls timeout. Got to come out and talk to Kyler Sapi. Gunderson has a hit. The batter in the on-deck circle, Brennan Huber, also has a hit. And the whole Everest infield, I mean, that's, that, that's the purpose of this trip to the mound. You're not really talking to Kyler Sapi so much, but you get to huddle up the whole infield. Talk about how you want to play this. There's one out. You know, that runner at first doesn't mean anything. It's the runner at second that the Evergreens have to make sure doesn't come around here. Double play ends the inning, and you know why that's a possibility? Because the ball gets out to the infielder so much faster on this synthetic field. All right, Carson Gunderson's ready to go. 
looking to pick up a win for Rapids with one out. First and second, we play the bottom of the ninth. Soppy looks that runner. He's coming home. High, ball one. And suddenly Soppy's having a little trouble finding the strike zone. Got to two strikes against Plowman, wound up walking him. Soppy's allowed only one hit and has not been scored on since coming on in the seventh. 1-0 pitch. Down low. Two balls and no strikes. Hitter's spot here. And a hit could win the ball game. You play the outfield in because you've got to try and gun that runner down at the plate on a hit to the outfield. 0-2. Inside out swing to left field. Coming over and making the catch is Hayden Davidowski. There's the second out. And the Evergreens will have a chance to wiggle out of this. The game will turn on Brennan Huber's at bat. Huber is taking a fifth turn at the plate. This is his second at bat against Soppy. He grounded out the first time. An out will get us to the 10th inning. A hit would probably win the ball game. First and second, and now there are two down. Soppy to Huber in a pressure cooker spot in the ninth inning. First ball swinging. It's a fly ball. It's deep. Going back to center field is Preston Miller, but he's got it, and he makes the catch short of the warning track. The Evergreens have turned away Wisconsin Rapids. Neither team's been able to deliver the knockout blow in this one. How about going to the 10th inning when we come right back on 93-9 the game? 